Father, we bless you. We honor you. You are too much, Lord. Thank you for your love. In Jesus' name, amen. Genesis 1, verse 13. And the evening and the morning were the third day. Verse 14. And God said, Let there be lights in the firmament of the heaven to divide now. The Lord God will do nothing except he reveals the secret to the servants, the prophet. This message I'm preaching is a prophetic message. The Bible says in the book of Hebrews chapter 11 that by faith, Jacob, when he was about to leave, he began to speak words to his sons. In paraphrasing, he began to decide their life by prophesying to them. So sometimes the Spirit of God grants us utterance to be able to decipher the future and be able to speak it. One of the prophecies I I spoke was that a new page is open and it is being read. What is happening is that I'm reading the pages of the next phase for you. And as it is read, that becomes experience. There are books in heaven. Ladies and gentlemen, your life is never a secret or a surprise to God. God is not surprised you are sitting here. God is not surprised what happened to you yesterday. God is not surprised. Nothing surprises God. There are books in heaven. And the books that are in heaven have record of your life in its details. So, the psalmist said, in the volume of book it is written on me, he said concerning Jesus, he said, I come to do thy will, O God. Yesterday I was in a meeting, I told them something, I said, in this life you are as correct as your ability to copy what is written concerning you in heaven. To bring forth your own answers is not accepted, no matter how sweet they look. So people are living a life of their personal innovation. It is not correct. With God, you are as correct as your ability to copy ditto ditto what is said concerning you in the heavens. So what is said concerning you? Prophecy helps us to know what is said concerning us so that we can walk therein. So in Genesis chapter 1 verse 14, so I'm just warning you so you know that this is a prophetic message and you, will see, you see it exactly as it is. And God said, let there be light in the firmament of the heaven to divide the day from the night and let them be for signs and for seasons, for days and for years. I'm sharing with you today, signs and seasons. God never does anything. He does his things in seasons. This is a mystery that many people do not know. God can do anything any day, but he will not do anything any day. He will do it in seasons. This is a mystery people don't know about God. God does things in seasons. There are special seasons that God has. So he said, and God said, let there be light in the firmament of the heaven to divide the day from the night and let them be for signs and for seasons, for days and for years. This is the mystery. God is not in time. God is in eternity, but he put man and put man in time. He created man and he put man in time. If man violates time, he will violate his destiny. If man violates seasons, man will, will, uh, uh, will truncate his destiny. Seasons. I said the topic is science and seasons, but I'll tackle seasons. I'll come to science. I'll tell you what the message is. In fact, you are even hearing the message already. You can tell what I'm saying. Seasons. For science and for seasons. What are science and seasons? And what was in God's mind when he was talking about science and seasons? You know, sometimes people pray. And while they pray, they're just expecting God to do it. But God does not just do things. John chapter 5. God works in seasons. John chapter 5, 
I also read from verse 1. And after this, there was a feast of the Jews, and Jesus went up to Jerusalem. Verse 2. Now, there is at Jerusalem by the sheep market a pool, which is God in the Hebrew tongue, Bethesda, having five porches. Another day we'll look at it. Having five porches. Why five porches? All right. Verse 3. In these lay a great multitude of impotent folk, of blind, halt, withered, waiting for the moving of the water. So, now, over here, your faith is not needed. Look at it. In this particular thing that has been done, the people's faith is not needed because God is acting there. They are waiting for the moving of the water. What they need to do is to fall in the water, whether you have faith or not. Once you fall in the water, when the water has moved, you get healed. So this is an act of God and really an act of God's mercy. Alright? It's an act of God. So the first man to enter, you know, uh, the water will be healed. And look at verse 4. Look at it. For an angel went down at a certain season. So the angel does not just come. Now, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. If the angel, now remember that there was a man who was laying there for 38 long years who had not been healed. If the angel was coming at any just random time, I think the man should not be sitting where he was sitting. He should be at the edge of the pool. Likewise, every other person waiting because they don't know when the angel will. They knew when the angel will come because he will come at a certain season. You know, Jews are raised to understand the seasons of God. It is other people who are dealing with God who don't really understand this. Leviticus 23. Look at it. From verse 1. And the Lord spoke unto Moses saying, all right, Speak unto the children of Israel and say unto them concerning the feasts of the Lord. All right? Now, the word used there, feast of the Lord, is like appointed feasts, appointed times. All right? Speak unto the children of Israel and say unto them concerning the feasts of the Lord, which he proclaimed to be holy convocations. Even these are my feasts. Now, people say, oh, these feasts are past. All right? Because they are in the Old Testament. No. These are not Israel's feasts. God said, these are my feasts. Now remember, in Genesis chapter 1, verse 14, he said, he made the, the light in the expanse of the firmament. He said, for signs and for seasons. So these seasons, who, what are the seasons? The Hebrew word is Moadim, which means the seasons. And these are God's seasons. They are God's feasts. The whole world calendar and everything that is happening is within those feasts. God will not violate it. I told some people, I said, no matter how long we fast and pray, eh? we gather outside and say, let's fast and pray that Jesus will come tomorrow. We will, we will collapse. He will not come. If you like, let's call 100 days fasting prayer that we are not eating any of the days. I'm not part, but I don't know who will go and do it. You know, God said, these are my feasts. So God did all his movement. He did all his acting. He did all his moves. His calendar ran within those feasts. All right, go. Verse 3. Six days shall work be done, but the seventh day is the Sabbath of rest and holy convocation, you shall do no work therein. It is the Sabbath of the Lord in all your dwellings. Now, not really part of the feasts like that, but it was the first holiday to be revealed. Now, question, question some people ask, ah, is the Sabbath a Saturday or a Sunday? All right, let me just punch that one and let's close it. All right, now, the Sabbath actually is a Saturday. Who said, ah, why do you go to church on Sunday? Because we are not following that Sabbath. Christ is our Sabbath. So every day for a Christian, it, because the Sabbath was a, a type. Likewise, all the feasts 
of the Jews were a type of a real thing. So why do we go to church on Sunday? Because Jesus rose on the Lord's day. The Lord's day is a Sunday. That's why we go to church on Sunday. Why do we go for midweek on Wednesday? Because Jesus died Wednesday evening. You tell Friday, right? It's not Friday. Jesus died Wednesday evening. Because if he died Friday, there's not three days and three nights. And the parable of Jesus was, just as the Son of Man was in the belly of the earth for three days and three nights. So it has to be exactly three days and three nights. Now you understand it better if you understand when the day starts for the Jews. The day actually starts from 4 p.m. 4 p.m. When you are in Thursday, 4 p.m., it is Friday for them. So, Sabbath is not, it's not, it's not like, uh, okay, this is a Sabbath, so we go to church on Sabbath. No. In the New Testament, any day we choose to meet, where two or three are gathered, and then, if we say from today, our service is on Tuesday, God will honor it. Verse 4. And then we look at the Sabbath matter. Because that one, we have to go into it. Have to, it's, it's too much. These are the feasts of the Lord, even holy convocations, which you shall proclaim in their seasons. He said you shall proclaim these feasts of the Lord in their seasons. All right, verse 5. Verse 5. In the 14th day of the first month, at even is the Lord's Passover. Hold on. Hold on. It began with Passover. Passover. The first feast is Passover. Next one. And on the 15th day of the same month is the feast of unleavened bread unto the Lord. Seven days you must eat unleavened bread. All right? Go ahead. In the first day you shall have an holy convocation. You shall do no several work therein. Verse 8. But you shall offer an offering made by fire unto the Lord. Seven days in the seventh day is an holy convocation. You shall do no several work therein. Verse 9. And the Lord spoke on Moses saying, so put in mind, Passover, leaving bread. All right? Next one. Verse 10. Speak unto Israel and say unto them, When ye be come into the land which I give unto you, and shall reap the harvest thereof, then ye shall bring a sheaf of the first fruit. So the next one is first fruit. All right? First fruit of your harvest unto the priest. So the next convocation is first fruit. That's the next feast. That's first fruit. Next one. He shall wave the sheep before the Lord to be accepted for you. On the morrow after the Sabbath, the priest shall wave it. Verse 12. And ye shall offer that day when ye wave the sheep and he lamb without blemish of the first year for a burnt offering unto the Lord. Verse 13. And the meat offering thereof shall be two ten deals of fine flour mingled with oil, an offering made by fire to the Lord for street, sweet savour, and the drink offering thereof shall be of wine, the fourth part of a hymn. Verse 15. And it shall count unto you from the morrow after the Sabbath, from the day that he brought the sheep of the wave offering, seven Sabbaths shall be complete. So what is he saying? All right? What is he saying? Now, we've seen the Passover. We've seen the unleavened bread. We've seen the first food. He said you count seven Sabbaths. That's seven by seven, 49. That means you count 50 days. What will happen on the 50th day, the 16th? Even unto the morrow, after the seven Sabbaths, shall ye number 50 days, and you shall offer a meat, new meat offering unto the Lord. All right? Ye shall bring out of your habitation two wave loaves of two ten deals. They shall be of fine flour. They shall be baking with living. They are the first fruits unto the Lord. <laughs> Go ahead. And ye shall offer with the bread seven lambs without blemish of the first year. All right. Next verse. Then you shall sacrifice one kid of the goats. All right. Next, next verse. So we, we've seen the three. Passover, unleavened bread, first fruit. All right. Next. Now, I read Passover 
unleavened bread, first fruit, then seven Sabbaths makes 50, which means Pentecost. Pent, Pent, P E N T, five. All right? So now you'll get an idea about why he had five porches. All right? You shall often offer unto the Lord. Next one. And the Lord spoke with Moses saying, also on the tenth day of the seventh month, there shall be a day of atonement. There shall be an holy convocation unto the Lord and shall fetch your souls. Now, over here in the book of Leviticus, you see all the seven feasts. So you see, number one, the Passover. Ooh. So why did, why did Jesus die on Passover? Coincidence? They came out of Egypt on Passover. That is when they passed over. And Jesus died on Passover. On living bread. What's on living bread? Living in the Bible refers to sin. So, on living bread refers to the removal of sin. There we see his burial. Then the next one is the first fruit. Remember, when he was raised from the dead, he became the first fruit among many brethren. So, Jesus became the first fruit. So, all these things, when God was talking about the feast, he was not talking about feast. It was just a type of the real thing, which was his works in the Moadim. So the people were celebrating feasts. Meanwhile, they didn't know that it was God's work that he was poetically reciting. So he gets the first fruit. Then 50 days after first fruit, when Jesus resurrects from the dead, 50 days afterward, day of Pentecost, the Holy Ghost comes down and the church comes forth. So Jesus was the first fruit of the many that came now on the Pentecost. And when we read, you realize that right after the Pentecost, Right after the first fruit, he put a gap there. The next one was the Feast of the Trumpets. That's why we are waiting for the rapture of the church. Because after first fruit, the next one is trumpets. So God does not just do anything. He does them in their seasons. So sometimes some people can just pray, you know, pray, 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 pray about something. Then it seems like they've forgotten it. They don't know they've been answered. But it cannot be released then because it's not in its season. So while they are just there a month, two, three months after, they just realize, oh, what have been praying about? Actually, I'm walking in it. What has happened? It was released. What they prayed about has been released, but it manifested in its season because God does not just do anything. He does them in their seasons. Seasons actually control a man's experiences in the world. They dictate what you should do and what you should not do. Look at 1 Chronicles 12, verse 32. 1 Chronicles 12, verse 32. I'll see, I'll show you how important seasons are in a man's life. He said, the children of Issachar, which were men that had understanding of the times, to know what Israel ought to do, the heads of them were 200, and all their brethren were at their commandment. All right, now, analyze the scripture. Verse 32, let's analyze the scripture. And of children of Issachar, which were men that had understanding of the times. Now, another, another, I'll tell you the, the difference between times and seasons. Okay, let me just tell you now. Now, the difference between times and seasons is this. Man is giving time, but that time is nothing until it manifests itself in seasons. Okay, I'll come to it. To know what Israel ought to do. That means when they had understanding of the times, 
which means seasons, that means they knew what Israel ought to do. That means when you don't have understanding of the time, you don't know what to do. That means seasons tell you what to do. Seasons tell you what to do. So a man who does not have knowledge of seasons and the seasons and the cycles of life, that person is going to be in trouble. Why? Because he does not have understanding of the seasons. Popular scripture, Ecclesiastes 3, verse 1. To everything there's a season and a time to every purpose under the heaven. Go back to verse 1. To everything there's a season. Everything has a season. Things are not just happening. Everything has a season. Then he says, a time to every purpose under the heaven. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. To everything, there's a season. There will definitely be a season after this service. (laughs) To everything, there's a season. And a time to every purpose under the heaven. Look at it. What's he saying? Time is for purpose. And purpose is for time. Why? You are born now. You are born by your parents. And it's because you have a purpose. That's why you've been handed time. Otherwise, you'll check out. So, there's a purpose. So, because of the purpose, you are given time. And so, every time you are also given was for a purpose. Hey. If you discover that your purpose in life is to be a footballer at age 92, man, you are too late. Because every purpose has a time. To everything, there's a season. He said the children of Issachar understood the time and the season, and they knew what Israel had to do. So what? He said, then their brethren were at their command. Why? Because they knew the season. They commanded everything. They understood the time. So everybody will follow them. Because they knew the seasons and the times. Not only does God do things in, in seasons, things happen in their seasons. Look at Psalm 1, a very popular psalm. You love that psalm. Blessed is man that walking not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stand in the way of the sinner, nor stand in the seat of the scornful, pursue, but his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in that law he, he doth, doth he meditate day and night. Verse 3, and he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water. We like this part, but we don't remember that bringeth forth his fruit in this season. So the fact that the tree is by the riverside doesn't mean it to have fruit. It will still have to wait for its season. Oh, I'm like a tree planted by the rivers of water. We forget this part. That brings up all this food. We don't even want to see it. But <laughs> we just the next part. His leaves shall also not know whether and whatsoever grows shall prosper. Glory. And we are happy. But in the middle of it, he said, he bringeth forth his food in this season. God is very, 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 very circumspect about his words. Very particular about his words. He releases, oh, you know what? You're going to prosper, but there's a season. Among the Hebrews, there are four weathers, four seasons, four weathers. There's the winter, there's the spring, there's the summer, and there's the fall. Every man's life goes through these seasons. Every man will see a winter. What's a winter? A winter is a time people don't really come out. Nobody's manifested in winter. Winter is the time people are in their rooms. Activity is minimal. There's snow everywhere. It's a time when you start that business but it's not blown. It's a time when you feel like you're putting a lot into that work but you're still not seeing the results. But we talk about the winter. But you know what? The winter is not a curse. 
The winter is not the devil. The winter is a time that you prepare because spring will still come. Because during winter, nobody's doing much. But winter, when it came, also came with a letter that spring will definitely come. So get ready. People waste all their time crying during winter. Why can't I go out? Why can't I go to my favorite joint? Why can't I go to see my friend? Why can't I go here? I cannot drive. Yeah, but then spring comes and there was no preparation. Things happen in their seasons. And one, one very striking thing about the seasons is that the seasons are determined. They are determined by God. <laughs> come on now. Come on now. During, during those seasons, something could be going maybe the way you don't want it. You're praying, you're praying, you're praying, and it's not changing. You're trying everything, it's not changing. Because these seasons are determined by God. Daniel chapter 9. Verse 23. Verse 23. At the beginning of thy supplication, the commandment came forth. Now, Daniel has been praying, alright? Daniel has been praying, and he says, at the beginning of thy, you know, praying of supplication, he says a commandment came forth. That means at this point in time, Daniel has been praying. And see what he says. He said, I am come to show thee. And beyond the supplication, the commandment came forth, and I am come to show thee, for thou art greatly beloved. Therefore, understand the matter and consider the vision. What's he talking about? At this time, Daniel has been praying concerning, you know, the things that are going to happen in the world. The future. As he prays, the angel comes and, gave, uh, and says that I've given you skill and understanding. So, the angel is still speaking to him. Verse 24. Look at it. Verse 24. 70 weeks are determined. What God trying to tell him? You cannot touch it. 70 weeks are determined. These seasons are determined by God. Genesis 29 will start. Behold, there come seven years of great plenty throughout the land of Egypt. Who is talking here? Joseph. Pharaoh has told him a story. The story of how he saw a dream. He saw a dream. He dreamed a dream. And in the dream, he saw seven fat cows, seven lean cows. And he begins to interpret it. He says, Behold, there come seven years of great plenty throughout all the land of Egypt. He's interpreting the dream. Seven years. God is talking about time. Verse 30. And there shall arise after them seven years of famine, and all the plenty shall be forgotten in the land of Egypt, and the famine shall consume the land. Verse 31. And the plenty shall not be known in the land by reason of that famine following, for it shall be very grievous. Hold on. Seven years of plenty. Then, seven years of famine. But he says the seven years of famine will eat the seven years of plenty. So much that people will not remember that there were seven years of plenty. Ladies and gentlemen, this is what has happened to some people. They were doing well. But when the wrong season struck, everybody forgot that they were doing well before. They entered into a dark season. He says the seven years of plenty. Then, seven years of famine, which will make the seven years of plenty forgotten that's why God does not restore things God restores years because if if you lost Motorola V3 and God said I'm restoring the thing 
So everyone said, God will restore to me all the things. God never said he'll restore the things. He said he will restore the years. Because years are greater than things. Because it's in years that you purchase things. So God will not restore the things because the things could have been outdated. So he'd rather restore the years so you can live again what you did not live. And the place shall not be known in the land by reason of that famine falling, for it shall be very grievous. Next verse, verse 32. And for that, the dream was doubled unto Pharaoh twice. It is because the thing is established by God and God will shortly bring it to pass. He said, Pharaoh, you saw the dream twice. Why? Because it is established by God. This amendment, this establishment we are talking about is very different. Because you know what? This famine even touched Jacob, God's chosen, and his sons. So established by God that they had to run to Egypt. The seasons are determined by God. He says, 70 weeks are determined upon the people. Acts chapter 1, verse 6. When they therefore were come together, they asked of him, saying, Lord, will thou at this time restore again the kingdom to Israel? Verse 7. He said unto them, It is not for you to know the times or the seasons which the Father has put in those power. That means these seasons are in God's power. He determines the seasons. So, remember what I said. The seasons control your life. When Elijah wanted to alter, alter the, the happenings in Israel because they were not following God, he stopped the rain. He changed the season. Why? Because when he changes the season, it will affect their crops. A wise prophet, he did not go to just speak against their crops. He says, you know what? There's not going to be rain. So the seasons are what determine people's lives. So someone can be very intelligent, but he's not yet in a season. I mean, let's, let's, take, it to, let's, let's take it to, you know, normal life. Someone can, can be very intelligent, but he's in level 200. He probably can work in a bank at that time, but it's, he's not yet in that season. He can be very intelligent, he can count the money, he can do that, but nobody's going to employ him at that time. Why? Because he has to leave that season in which he's in school and enter into a season where he's out of school. Then it will be right for him to be in the bank. So life is partitioned in seasons. So the seasons is what control the things that happen. Ladies and gentlemen, you have to have understanding of the times and the seasons. So, he says in the book of Genesis 1 verse 14 again, he said, go back to Genesis 1 verse 14. He said, and God said, let there be light in the firmament of the heaven to divide the day from the night and let them be for signs and for seasons. Why? Because God is particular about the seasons. Now, let's go to the signs. What are the signs? And what's God saying? Psalm 104, verse 19. He appointed the moon for seasons. The sun knoweth is going down. So somehow I feel like he appointed the moon for seasons and the sun knoweth is going down. That means the sun knows the time to go down. The moon also knows that he is there for a season. Don't forget this, this verse. We'll come back to it. Matthew chapter 16 from verse 1. The Pharisees also with the Sadducees came and tempting desire him that he would show them a sign from heaven. Hmm. He answered, for the sky is red. Verse 3. And in the morning, it will be foul weather today. For the sky is red and lowering. Oh, ye hypocrites. Ye can discern the face of the sky. But can ye not discern the signs of the times? Or the signs of the seasons? You cannot discern the signs of the seasons. Why? Because the seasons have signs. So, when he made the light in the expanse of the firmament, it was for signs and for seasons. In other words, he made signs 
to determine seasons. So there are things you use to check and know that what season is it. For example, like I read 104, Psalm 104 verse 19. He said, he appointed the moon for seasons. So when the moon comes, you don't need to pray to tell you that it is night. When the sun comes, you know it is day. I mean, you are such an accurate prophet. Once you come out, the sun is out and say, it's day. So that means once the, the sun appears, it's day. Once the moon appears, it's night. So there are signs. Oh, come on. There are signs that determine the seasons. Don't worry. I'm coming. Like, Chuck Chan. Hmm. No, I'm not entering the message. So people have given up. You know what's going to happen in your life. Now this part, the Lord will give you understanding. You will understand it. Job 38. Verse 31. Can thou bind the sweet influence of Pleiades or lose the bands of Orion? <laughs> or can thou guide Acturus with his sons? Verse 33. Knowest thou the ordinances of heaven? Can thou set the dominion thereof in the earth? Hold on. Oh, I know some people are thinking, oh yeah, I know what Pastor is going to say right now. Oh, no, it's not the laws of the heavens. So we're going to use the laws of the heavens to change. You know, we quote that scripture in principle. This is this actual context. Its actual context is this. Do you know the ordinances or the legal arrangements in the heavens? Can you set their dominion over the earth? Which means when there is a proper legal arrangement of these ordinances, it will affect the earth. What are these ordinances? Anybody can say what he likes. Let's look into the Bible. That's why I start from verse 31. Verse 31. Verse 31. Verse 31. Can thou bind the sweet influence of Pleiades? What are Pleiades? Pleiades are stars. He said, can you bind the sweet influence? That means these stars influence the earth. Verse 32. Can thou bring forth Maseroth? What's Maseroth? It's also stars. They are Hebraic. Like, for example, how people call uh, Asse, Virgo, and all those things. No, it's Maseroth. Maseroth. They are Hebraic stars. Zodiac signs. He says... Can thou bring forth Maseroth in his season? Can you bring forth Maseroth in his God is asking Job. Can you bring forth Maseroth in his season? Or can thou guide Acturus with his sons? Then from there he now went to verse 33. Knowest thou the ordinances of the heavens? Can thou set the dominion thereof on the earth? So hold on. He says, can you set the dominion? That means these stars must be set to influence the earth. That means when these stars are set, they bring forth seasons. Genesis 1, verse 16. And God made two great lights, the great light to rule the day and the lesser light to rule the night. He made the stars also. Mm -hmm. Verse 17. And God set them in the firmament of the heaven to give light upon the earth. God set. Remember in Job 38, he said, Can you, <laughs> knowest thou the ordinance of heaven, can you set God's dominion over the earth? Then we look at Genesis chapter 1, he said, verse 17. He said, and God set them in the firmament of the heaven to give light upon the earth. So you see, it gave light upon the earth and you call it day. Why? God set a light there. God set. Verse 16. Go back. Go to verse 16. God made two great lights. The great light to rule the day, the last light to rule the night. He made the stars also. 
Remember, we are coming from Job, and Job was talking about the Mazaroth and the Pleiades. Now he comes here, he talks about, he made the stars also, then he goes to verse 17 and says, and God set them in the firmament of the heaven. That means when God wants to affect a season, what he does is that he sets a light there. Then he sets a light in the heavens and it affects the earth in its season. So that star is the sign. John chapter 5 verse 34. Ooh. But I received no testimony from man. But these things I say that he might be saved. Verse 35. He says, he was a burning and a shining light. And you were willing for a season to rejoice in his light. That means not only stars are set. Men are set as signs. So, when God wants to affect the season, he sets a man. All of a sudden, something changes. Something changes in that neighborhood. Something changes in that house. Why? Someone has been set because he now becomes a sign. Listen, when we walk out of here, this is what the Spirit of God says. That he sets you as a sign of the next thing that he's doing. Amen. You become that sign that now brings forth a new season. Listen, if you are at the mercy of some star in the earth, if, listen now, if you are at the mercy of some star in the earth, you don't know when it will shine, you don't know when it will shine, you don't know what will happen, but then when God sets you as the sign, where you go, you create a season. Yes. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm a walking sign. I'm a walking sign. Listen, that's the reason why we can meet people who are sick and tell them to rise up from their wheelchair. Why? Because we are a sign of a season. When it is day, you have to literally run out of, of, of town to enter your room to avoid the sun. When it is day, it is day. So, when the sign comes forth, it creates a season. So, not only stars are set, men are set. Luke chapter 2, verse 33. And Joseph as his mother, and his mother marveled at those things which were spoken of him. Verse 34. And Simeon blessed him and said unto Mary his mother, Behold, this child is set. This child is set for the fall and rising again of many in Israel. And for a sign. And for a sign which shall be spoken against. Ladies and gentlemen, I am entering my next year as a sign. God has made me a sign. He has made me a sign. Oh, 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 oh. So then it helps you to understand Isaiah 8, 18. I and the children whom the Lord has given me, we are for Oh, you got it now. We are for signs and for seasons. We introduce seasons. As you are entering, when you walk out of here, your life has entered a new season. Listen, I said tonight is a prophetic night more than a miracle night. Listen, the miracles that happen now on the side. God says, when we walk out of here, we have become signs. Set signs. Set signs of glory. We have initiated a season. That's what we are doing in this service. We are initiating a season. Before I came out, I just touched on something on YouTube. It was my birthday. All of you were holding lights. And you were waving it. God said that was prophetic. God said these are set signs. They are gathered here holding lights. But when they walk out, 
they are going to determine certain seasons that are going to happen in in their world. Let me tell you, next year, you will see it. You will see it. I thought you shout louder. I thought you shout louder. <laughs> I'm a set sign. <laughs> Remember, I said 70 weeks are determined. I'm determined. Not that I'm determined. You understand? It's not like I am determined. God has determined this sign. You can't change it. Listen. As a prophet of God. I came to end some dark seasons for some people. Today, 2017, I was at ITPLC. Getting to the end of the final day, Reverend Tom called me. Called me. He prayed for me. Very short prayer. Everything changed from that day. Why? Sometimes when you are entering your season, you need someone to take you inside it. You are entering your season. For example, the guy who could not work for 30 years, a season has just ended. It just ended. There's a, a lady watching me online right now. She's not be able to get pregnant. That season has just ended. Yeah. There, there's a lady with a goiter. That season has ended. Amen. For signs. For seasons. Lord Jesus. You are the living word, Lord Jesus. You are the living word. Oh, I remember the dream of Joseph. He saw a dream. He said, The stars. Oh, so you know you're understanding. He said, The stars bow down to my star. But you know what? They sold him. Naturally, they were selling him. Spiritually, they were sending him. Because he said to them in Genesis 45, he said, God sent me. So, sometimes some things are happening naturally. You are thinking, no, there's too much for me to bear. There's too much for me. But if you read it in the books of God, that's not what is happening. As God was looking at Joseph. I can imagine on that day, Joseph was begging his brothers. He was begging his brothers. He said, don't sell me. Don't sell me. I'm your brother. Don't sell me. He was crying. I can imagine nobody being sold would be laughing. Listen, when we read the Bible, let's see it as a real thing. He was crying. He said, don't sell me. Then he probably was begging the Ishmaelites. He said, please, please, I'm not a slave. Don't sell me. Don't sell me. It looked hard. It looked like a painful thing. It looked painful. But physically, they were selling him. Spiritually, God was sending him. Sometimes, dark seasons are activated. And you never did anything wrong. Sometimes, some dark seasons can just happen. You'll be thinking, what did I do wrong that I entered this thing? What did I do wrong? And ladies and gentlemen, something happened with Joseph. Every time I read it, I begin to cry. I I think Joseph prayed. If Joseph could interpret, interpret the dreams that he had, then he knew God. I think he prayed. He probably was in the pit and he was praying. God, don't let them sell me. God, don't let them sell me. God, don't let them sell me. But then, the more he prayed, the more they were taking him. God, what's happening to my prayers? Are my prayers being answered? 
and my prayers been answered. Then they put him, Potiphar bought him. Then one day, Potiphar's wife accused him of rape. When Potiphar's wife said, sleep with me, he said, I cannot sin against God. Who is God? The God that wants you to be sold. Ladies and gentlemen, when you find yourself in a dark season, stay true to God. The God that wants him to be sold, he was still mentioning his name there. Oh, another one that blew my mind. Not only was he in Potiphar's house, he was sent to the prison. And at that time, the star, he had a dream. He was a star. That means he's supposed to affect seasons. But here's a star that was not affecting any season. It was not affecting any season. He was in prison. The star was in prison. The star was in prison. While he was in prison, he was called before Pharaoh. When Pharaoh said, I've had a dream, his answer was, Pharaoh told him, he said, I've heard you can answer. You can interpret this dream. He said, Pharaoh, it is not in me to give you an answer. He said, God. With God. With God. The God that looked at you to be in prison. Ladies and gentlemen, sometimes God will tell you to walk backward. So walking backward, we're thinking, God, what have I done wrong? I'm walking backward. I'm walking backward. My life is going backward. Ladies and gentlemen, when God tells you to walk backward, it is the new forward. You didn't get it. When God tells you to walk backward, it is the new forward. A season is beginning your life, Frank. A season is beginning your life. A season is beginning your life. Ladies and gentlemen, we have come to that time. A season has started. A season has started. A season has started for you. A season has started for you. A season has started for you. All that pain. All that pain. All those things that were happening that you did not understand. You were probably praying, you were crying. You said, God, how did I end up here? God, I've been praying. Lord, I've been going for some meetings. Lord, I've been doing what I'm supposed to do. But Lord, I'm not seeing it. Joseph the star. Then, the psalmist explained it in Psalm 105. He said, until the time that his word came. Until the time that his word came. Listen, I'm here tonight as a prophet of God. To usher in a new season. Lift your hand. Something is going on. If you are praying by this time, you will notice that something is happening in the spirit. Lord Jesus, you are the living word. Lord Jesus, you are the living word. The Savior divine. My heart beats with your life. Your spirit lives in me. Things are opening. Things are opening. Things are opening. 
Sing when you die. Conquer the grave when you rose. You are the living God. The season to move into your house has come. Savior divine. My heart beats with your life. The Spirit lives in me. You pay for sin when you die. Conquer the grave when you rose. You are the living God. Until the time that his word came. The word of the Lord tried him. Yes. The king sent and lose him. The king sent and lose him. Even the ruler of the people. And let him go free. the end of a season in the beginning of a new one. Oh! 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 I feel like I'm a seed. I'm a seed. I just came out of a fruit. They told me I can become many. Then God helped me. Then he put me under the ground. When I look up, it was dark. God, why am I here? God, what am I doing here? I thought you said I can become many. But when God helped me, he put me in the ground. God, what am I doing here? Then he explained to me, except the cone of wheat fall to the ground and die. It abided alone. Tells you be patient, Lord Jesus. You are the living world. Lord Jesus. Seasons are shifting. Something's happening in your life. Something's happening here. Seasons are shifting. Lord Jesus. I said I feel like a seed. They put me in God's hand. said to me Mr. Seed I have to bury you I said no Lord it's painful if I bury you you will be many no God I don't want to go under the ground if you don't go under the ground you'll be alone God no 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 I don't want to be under the ground if I go under the ground, I will not see anything. Everything will be dark, Lord. Then God said, do you trust me? 
I said, God, I trust you. Then he opens the ground. Then he puts me there. God, I can't see anything. Then he covers me. I said, God, what's happening? God, what's happening to me? But ladies and gentlemen, except the corn of wheat fall to the ground and die. In the mind of the Lord, He said, but when it comes forth, it bringeth forth much fruits. Then all of a sudden, it begins to come out. It begins to come out. It begins to come out. Then I'm seeing results. Oh, God, is this what you meant? Oh, God, is this what you meant? God, God, is this what you meant? I entered the ground as one person. I came out thousands. I entered the ground as one person. I came out thousands. Except I could not wait fall to the ground and die. He don't buy that alone. Something is about to happen in your life. The rising of a new season. The light has been set. And it is determined. No man can shift it. No man can change it. Until the time that his word came. The word of the Lord tried him. The king sent and lose him. Even the rule of the people and let him go free. new season a new season a new season a new season a new season listen something's about to happen now Even though the seasons are set by God and determined by God, Daniel found something. I'll end with that. Even though they are set and determined by God, Daniel found something. Daniel saw something. All the prophets did not see it. Daniel saw something. He saw something in Daniel chapter 2. He saw it. Nobody saw it. Nobody saw it. Verse 20, Daniel saw it. And Daniel said, as it is said, Blessed be the name of God forever and ever. For wisdom and might are his. Then verse 21, And he changed times and seasons. Even though the seasons are set, God has a window to change it. God is changing some people's seasons. 
know, sometimes your own mistakes can initiate a season. Sometimes your own errors can initiate a season. A dark season. A dark season. You know, when God told me this service is more prophetic than miraculous, I understood this. You know why? When you were sharing the testimonies, two of them read the same scripture God gave me. Psalm 126. When the Lord turned again the captivity of Zion, that dream resource, dream resource are coming in. Resource that will look like a dream. Amen. When the Lord turned again the captivity of Zion, yes. we're like them that dream. Yes. Then was our mouth filled with laughter and our tongue with singing. Then said they among the heathen, the Lord had done great things for them. Verse three. The Lord had done great things for us, well, we are glad. Then, turn again our captivity, O Lord, as the streams in the south. This is a prayer. He's trying to change a season. Because they're in captivity. He said, turn it. He's trying to change a season. Turn again our captivity, O Lord, as the streams in the south. Then he said, they that sow in tears. This is the recipe. They that sow in tears. This sowing is not just seed. No, 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 no. They that sow in tears. That means they that plant new seeds with tears. Hold on. I just read to you that in Daniel chapter 2 verse 21, he changed the times and the seasons. But it's not time for rain. So if he sows the seed, if he sows the seed, how will the seed germinate? Because it's not time for rain. Is God going to make rain come? No. That is why he said, do that sow in tears. Because when he puts the seed down, his tears will be the rain. Listen, seasons have determined many things. That's why the psalmist said, weeping may endure for the night because the night has weeping. But I said, but joy comes in the morning. Some people are transiting from night into morning. Night into morning. Night into morning. We have entered the morning. Ladies and gentlemen, it looks like night fiscally, but we have just entered the morning. Shout! Shout! We are in the morning! We are in the morning!
sicknesses. I rebuke infirmities. I rebuke disorders. I rebuke allergies. You devils of darkness, let them go! Let them go! Let them go! In the name of Jesus! I rebuke any lump in the breast. rebuke dental disorders. I rebuke any hearing disorders. In the name of the Lord Jesus. I command that ear to pop open now. I command that pain in the eye to stop now. I, st I still keep seeing something about teeth. Someone's teeth. Pains. Those pains are stopping now. Receive your healing now. Receive that miracle now. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Receive that job now. Receive that job now. Receive that contract now. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Receive supernatural favor. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Where the doors have been closed, I command the doors to open. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Because you are in the time of the morning. The night has ended. And it's morning time. It's morning time. It's morning time. It's morning time. Those tears are over. It's the time of the morning. 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 As we worship right now, do what you could not do before. Do what you could not do before. And when you notice a miracle in your body, you just notice a miracle in your body. Those who could not walk, you stand up and walk. Those who could not breathe well, you stand up and breathe well. When you notice a miracle in your body. But the most important thing of the meeting, I've done it. Remember 2019 camp? We were in the middle of the year. I said it was Happy New Year. When we were posting on our status, Happy New Year, people were laughing at us. What is Happy New Year? But the year shifted as though it was not the same year. Listen, a, a prophet is not a politician. Things are happening. People could not see what I'm seeing now. Who could not preach what I'm preaching now? Omnipotent Father,